Race is important and race is God created and God, God made. And I am a very favorable person in the various colors, if you would, that people's skin is because it's the heart of them that matters. And it's just, it's, everything gets back down to where is our heart in all of this. Welcome back. Uh, we're so glad you're here with us today. Let's talk about it tomorrow. We are always dealing with uh, controversial subjects. Controversial because people look at them, so many people look at them so many different ways. But what we try to do is present an opportunity for the Bible and opportunity for Christians to be able to share effectively what's on our hearts and what we think and believe and listen back from you. Because after all, remember, you're supposed to subscribe and like and write a comment. So we're very open for your comments, whatever they may be. Please keep them somewhat clean. But we're open to uh, listen to you. We want to hear what you say about the things that we're talking about. Okay? It's a deal, huh? Okay, great, great. Come and uh, enjoy, some, enjoy a church service with us 10 a.m. Sunday morning and 7 o'clock Wednesday nights. Okay, we're talking a little bit about worldviews. We uh, started this subject last week, and we want to get a little bit more involved in it and talk about some specifics in worldviews. We, we used a Bible verse that says, Don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind to what God says. And, and we also shared that God's will for us is better than our will for us because He knows it all and He's very selfless. So He actually wants our best. And so when we realize that He wants our best, I've uh, got a phone ringing here. We're going to cut it probably. I thought I turned it off. I know I did. What we really want to try to establish today is the fact that we're not getting along with each other in our country very well today. And it's because we all look through the at the same thing with different eyes, with different lenses, with a different perspective, with a different worldview. Now, rather than getting in to try to teach all the different aspects of worldview, we don't have time for that today. Uh, we are going to be doing a couple of Wednesday nights on that, uh, getting into a little more depth on it. But what we are doing is talking about the way that those worldviews function and maybe should function and about our relationships with each other. In order for me to understand you and you to understand me, we need to have some kind of a relationship so that we can actually, like Stephen Covey says, we can communicate. That's mutual understanding. I don't want to just throw something out there and you throw something back. We, we never get anything accomplished that way. What we do get accomplished is when we start speaking heart to heart, person to person. And you understand my road and I understand your road and see if we, together we can bring those two roads in the past and take them to the future collectively, at least in some areas. Uh, we'll never be able to agree on everything, but we don't have to agree on everything. Uh, let me give you an example, for instance. Uh, one of the aspects of the controversy today uh, in America is, is, is race. Everything it seems like is either about race or about gender. And if you take the discussions on race and gender out of the equation, I don't know <laughs> what we're going to have to fight about. And there's no reason we should fight about those two things. It's real simple. It's real clear. It's real plain. But we 
have this exaggerated mindset, and we're all guilty, okay, and looking at our own personal perspective with the limited understanding and the limited experience that we have and trying to broadcast that thing out with a megaphone to somebody who's got one that's totally different rather than sharing and listening and being able to see what we do agree on and then taking it from there. There's something called intersectionality. And what this particular, if you would, doctrine does is throws a lot of things in the same box. So if, if you believe in social justice, you will have to believe, you have to be woke and you'll have to believe in uh, uh, critical race theory. You'll have to believe in uh, LGBTQ movement. You'll have to, all those things together. And you may be a part of one of those, but not all of all of those. And so that makes you unique, just like I'm unique in my understanding of the Bible. I, I have my perspective of it. I, I do believe that I seek truth and share truth effectively and efficiently. But at the same time, I know that there are other people that have an aspect of the Bible in areas that I'm not familiar with, and I want to yield to them and take advantage of what they've studied. Some of these people, like for instance, in the Greek and Hebrew, have studied for decades well, why should I beat my head against the wall and try to learn something in a month or two when they've been studying it for 30 or 40 years and really have come up with uh, those, the, the foundation to be able to share so much better than I can probably share in the rest of my life. So I glean from those people and hopefully they glean from me because I'm kind of one of these guys that's kind of a, a pragmatist in a way. Uh, I want to I take whatever we believe and know and should know and run them together and see if we can put it in practice. Because if we're just hearing a particular word or theory or doctrine or whatever, what good is it if we're not living it? So I wanna live the reality of the life that Jesus came for and you live the life that uh, what you need to put in your box and I believe if you really get to it and study and go in depth, just like I did when I was 36 years of age, I came to Jesus Christ. Back on worldview, I am not uh, a person who says I'm colorblind. I see color in the skin of people. And I see my Father, my Heavenly Father, as the creator of mankind that did that on purpose. And that's beautiful. I'm glad that we're all not the same. Wouldn't it be awful if everybody was an almost bald-headed white 70-year-old guy <laughs> like me? Oh my gosh, can God deliver us? We have different ages, different sizes, different backgrounds. Uh, we have two biological genders. We have different color of hair, a lot of us do. Some races don't have that privilege. Uh, they make it anyway, though, praise God. That's what hairdressers are for, right? The idea is black is beautiful. White is beautiful, brown, red. Every race, it adds something to the kaleidoscope of, of God's creation on earth. And so I'm not going to sit here and say, I don't see color. I do. And I celebrate that. I celebrate with my black brothers and sisters, my brown brothers and sisters, the, the people of variations of skin tone. I, I, that's wonderful. And, and why should I be against that? God did it. I'm for it. Just like I celebrate masculinity and femininity and in the perspective roles that they have 
and the fact that they're compatible with each other and both of them lack something and both of them are gifted in some areas. And it's not just strictly all males are this way and all females are that way. But we have variations. And when I say variations, I'm talking about not variations biologically, but we, so much as we have variations uh, in the way that uh, we relate to other people because uh, for the most part, feminist uh, females are a little bit more relational. Men are a little less relational. But that doesn't mean vice versa because it definitely can leave room for that. So I don't try to put everybody in the same box. I want to put you in your box. And I hope you want to put me in mine where I belong, where I'm gifted, where I'm talented and experienced. And I'll try to stay out of your box but I want to know what's in your box so we can take advantage of your gifts and your abilities because we need you. We need each other. And we can't have the benefits of what the other people have in this world and this life if we don't give them a chance. I want to give you a chance. I'm a people person. I've studied people since, gosh, I don't know how, I was a little bitty kid. And, and I enjoy that. I, I can go to Walmart or I can go to the food courts at the movie theaters or I can go here or there and just watch people and just get lost in it. Drink a cup of coffee and just watch the little kids and their mother and the mother's all exasperated, you know. <laughs> or or, or the, the opposite of that happened. Or maybe an older brother and a younger sister being able to sit together and kind of pick on each other, but you get one of them riled up against you, then they're going to both come together and they're both going to take advantage of the fact that they're siblings. <laughs> and, and so that, that is great. That's, that's the, if you would, the nature of people that we're just like snowdrops. Uh, everyone, snowflake, every snowflake's different. Every person's different. And, and to enjoy that is what we need to be looking at. How can I glean from you? How can I glean from someone else? Now, I have my worldview. I'm very clear about that and distinct about that. And I am going to go with my worldview according to what I believe truth is. And I'm talking about objective truth. My truth comes from what I believe God has given me. Okay? And I don't just pick out what I want. I pick out what He wants. Because He is a power above me. He is one that I am responsible to. He's one that I need to answer to. I need someone who is higher than me in life to be able to understand, from, to pull from, to be responsible to, to figure out why I'm here and what my purpose on life is. That I was not placed here by a whim of the wind blowing through the tree, but I was placed here because God put His hand upon me and called me into ministry. And I've laid down my life for that the best that I know how to lay down for other people. And that gives me love and joy and peace. It's not the money in the bank. It's not all the other things. It's just loving people like you. And that's what we're here to do. That is the truth and love. I want to give you the truth and I want to give it to you in love. And maybe you're struggling. Maybe you're not exactly sure where your place in life is. Maybe you are agnostic and you're not so sure about, you know, where's God in all this? Is there a God? Uh, where do you say God is in all this? Uh, 
I, I don't know. I, I'd like to believe there's a God, but I, I can't believe there's a God. I can't see Him with my, my physical eyes. and I can't touch Him with my physical hands. Hey, that's cool. Come join us at Church of Tomorrow. And uh, we'll try to share some of those things with you. And, and we can accept you wherever you are as created in the image of God. It, it's a mandate for me to do that. It's a mandate for me to be able to do the best that I can to act like Jesus Christ. And Jesus always accepted people for whoever they were. And He told them the truth. He didn't tell them some little thing just to get them off of his shoulders. He didn't tell them some little thing to get rid of them. He didn't tell the little kids to get lost. He, he took the little kids and he put them in his arms and he blessed them. And he rebuked the disciples for trying to forbid them to come to him and be with him. That's what it's all about. Race is important. And race is God created and God, God made. And I am a very favorable person in the various colors, if you would, that people's skin is because it's the heart of them that matters. And it's just, it's everything gets back down to where is our heart in all of this. The other thing that I think is vitally important is that we understand that sexual identity and the way that we were all created with a purpose in life. And maybe you're a, you're a homosexual, lesbian, or trans. If you are, you're still made in the image of God and you're worth our time, trouble, love, and uh, opportunity to be able to share with you in our humanity the things that God wants. But at the same time, I want to make sure that I'm very clear on this. There's only two biological genders. And that's where I'm coming from. And I'm going to tell you that up front because in the beginning, God made a male and female. That's the way He created every one of us. And so you may have difficulties with that. That's okay. I'm sure there's a reason for that. I'd like to hear your reasons. I really would. Um, so why don't you ring our bell, knock on the door, come and see us. And we'd love to have you. We are here for you and we're here with you to help you walk through this life. Jesus Christ is the answer. If we continue in His Word, then we will know the truth. Then we will be His disciple. Then He will make us free. Whom the Son has made free is free indeed. See you next time. Be sure to subscribe, like, and get, leave a comment. God bless. Bye-bye.